Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is just not fun to kiss, apparently. Katrina! Um, so, today, we're going to be talking about uh, a last who goes by Infectia. Infectia. Do, do you have any idea who Infectia would be? No. No. Yeah, she... There was a very small run. Uh, I mean, she was at a very small run. Uh, important, but small run. Um, but yeah, it. If you were to make someone named Infectia, who what, what would you who would you make? I would assume she had in, some infectious disease powers, <laughs> but I'm probably assuming wrong. Uh, well, no, it's it's that pretty much. Um, but yeah, here's here's what they look like. Very snazzy outfit. Just uh, a very eighties outfit too. Just yeah. But um. But yeah. So her real name is unrevealed. Um. There's we don't know what her occupation is. Uh. The general population is unaffair, unaware of Infectious uh, superhuman powers. She ha- is criminal in the United States with no criminal record. There's no known aliases. Her birthplace is unrevealed. She's single. Um, and she has a dead father, and we don't know what the father's name is. And yeah, and she first appeared in X Factor issue number in X Factor issue uh number twenty-eight. I would say that this isn't a bad cover, but it tells you nothing. Because but so basically what you have is you have the X Factor, who is the O five minus the original five. X Men minus uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. minus Angel because Angel is currently in the hospital, or they think he's committed suicide. One of those. So you have Marvel Girl, uh, Cyclops, Iceman, and Beast before he turned himself black uh, back to blue and furry. I don't know if I think I would like Cyclops's uh outfit there if he maybe inverted the colors because it's like. Yeah, because like because it's like like a blue with a white X on it, which you know fits somewhat. But like I don't know, I think it would look better the other way. But yeah, yeah. And this uh, and this and this came out in May 1984. It this came out in May 1988. Um, and the name is Countdown. <clears throat> so the woman calling herself Infectia learned a great deal about genetics from her father a geneticist based in manhattan in a brand any brownstone a manhattan brownstone so i guess you could technically be a geneticist based in anything but you know it seems like it's a little weird to point that out <clears throat> i guess a back alley geneticist would be a little weird you generally need specialized equipment that, that. oh that would be dangerous yeah as a result she was better able to comprehend the nature of a superhuman powers to perceive and alter the genetic structure of other living beings upon her father's death infection inherited the brownstone laboratory within it and a fortune and thereupon 
dropped out of high school, which, you know, that's a choice. Uh, years later, Infectia decided that she wanted to take possession of a gigantic sentient fortress ship that formerly served as a headquarters for the mutant apocalypse, which had fallen into the possession of the team known as X-Factor. She mutated a policewoman into a powerful inhuman monster and went to Manhattan's Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, well, I would argue that you don't have to do much to mutate a policeman to be an inhuman monster, but, you know, she just, she just, she just made the quiet part loud by ter- making his outside monstrous. She persuaded two of the X-Factor members, Beast and Iceman, uh, that the monster was after her. The Beast and Iceman battled the monster, which disintegrated upon expending all of its powers. Infectia persuaded the Beast and Iceman to bring her to the fortress ship, where she attempted to repeatedly kiss Iceman, thereby transforming him into a creature under her control. However, the young mutant, who later became known as the Exterminators, were being tr- who were being trained by X-Factor, were suspicious of Infectia and kept interrupting her attempts. The Beast also grew suspicious of Infectia. Now, the fun thing about Iceman is later he was forcibly outed as gay. Um, now, maybe you can read subtext into that. I don't know. But, <laughs> and it also technically wasn't this Iceman. It was an Iceman that was brought out of time. So B- uh, Beast could prove a point that Xavier sucked. Which, you didn't have to do that. But, you know. Yeah, it is. I'm still upset about how they forcefully outed him. Still upset about it. But, you know. That's what happens when you have a cis white dude writing uh, characters that are, you know, not straight. Yeah. Point is, I don't care how obviously gay someone is. You don't forcefully out them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you just... It's a, that's a thing that they do. Um, so... Finally, Infectia trapped Iceman in her home laboratory, and she was about to kiss Iceman in order to transform him when the Beast intentionally came between them and intercepted the kiss, which, that's a move. Like, okay, how do you intercept it? Because, like, kissing, as you probably understand, and a lot of people who watch, I don't know, like a single movie with a romantic lead in it, um, it's a very close-up thing. Your faces have to be close to each other. I wonder if he just, like, forcibly put his hand in between their face. No, no, he... There was a great explosion, presumably because of Infectious attempt to mutate a mutant. Which, you know, that's cool. Some time ago, Beast was transformed into his furry beastral form back into his original human form. But later, the touch of mutants... The mutant pestilence, one of Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse's horsemen... Combined with the after effects of the experiment that caused Beast to turn into his human form, later well, later altered the Beast so that he expended more of his superhuman strength, the more intelligence he lost. So he got dumber anytime he was just like, oh, I'm strong. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't stick. Um, yeah, that, that was, I think that was kind of a dumb thing. I'm going to be real honest. But, yeah. Um... Infectious Kiss basically reversed all these changes, uh, returning them both to full high intelligence and his furry bestial appearance, putting an end to the process which was decreasing his intelligence. Thus, Infectia unintentionally helped Beast a great deal, not knowing it's not known what what became of Infectia after the explosion, 
or about her current whereabouts or activities, which is, you know, a thing that I would say some people have been talking, not talking about because they appeared in almost nothing. Yeah. Um, is there anything that they appeared in other than comics? No, I don't think so. Oh, she died of mutant AIDS. You know, the legacy virus. That's a, you know, that that's a, yeah, it was a, not a good metaphor. <laughs> okay, okay, so X-Men's all supposed to be like about like, you know, metaphor about like minority, minorities trying to fit into a world that don't like them. They do that badly most of the time, and they decided to take on the AIDS epidemic with this. Okay, that makes sense. With all the, with all the, uh, what's the right word? Sensitivity? You think they would be able to muster? Which, uh, wasn't a lot. No. When did that, when did Mutant, that was in the 80s? No, no, that was more in the 90s. Yeah. 90s and 2000. Well, no, no, more 2000s, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, 2000, more like 2000. Yeah. It was, you know, it was something. So, yeah, you think they would be. Um, so she is five, six weighs one twenty, brown eyes, black hair, and she has the normal human strength of someone who does like some exercise. Um, so, so basically she can, you know, perceive the molecular structure of a living being and induce mutations by like altering them on a mutant molecular level, but she must be in physical contact with them in order to do the charges. I mean, in order to do the changes. So. She's so like she only really does it through kissing, and I know why they do that. It's because she's a pretty lady, and that's uh, and that's how pretty ladies, you know, get men to do things. They kiss them. Yes, yes, because she's a wily. She's wily, and uh, it's trying to do bad thing, and she has to trick men into doing it for her. Yeah, you know, that that women have to go through. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if she can do it other ways. I would, I mean, I would imagine it'd be easier than like being like, yo, let me, let me plant one on you. Cause believe it or not, mo, mo, like it, mo, most dudes, it, you know, in days and stuff, they don't want unwanted sexual contact most of the time. <laughs> Weird, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, uh, a lot of men aren't craving, you know, horn dogs all the time. So, her only power yeah. is basically kissing somebody, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I mean, she can make them into monsters. I mean, you know, yeah, she so she could like mentally perceive the molecule molecular structure of living beings and was and control them, uh, with and control the process where they mutate. She refers to the people she mutates as her antibodies. Uh, the people who she mutates are altered in their new forms within seconds, often growing tremendously in size in the process, accumulating extra mass from an unknown, perhaps extra-dimensional source. The antibodies apparently have little willpower of their own and are subservient to infectia. The antibodies infectia has been known to create possess vast superhuman strength, but their power eventually wears off, causing their death by disintegration. And uh, the more quickly the antibodies expend their powers, the faster they burn out and die. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, infection powers has very different results when she tries to mutate a superhuman mutant. Uh, in the one case that she tried to, it caused an explosion. 
immune beast affected by this attempt did not become monstrous in, uh, or an antibody subject to infectious will. Rather, the effects basically undone a bunch of the stuff that he did to himself. Yeah. Uh, it's unknown whether Infectia can also perceive or mentally alter the molecular structure of inanimate objects or not. So, and we won't know because she died of mutant aids, basically. Um, so, she's basically just a character to undo a thing that was, I think, not no, well thought out. I don't think it was very well thought out by Marvel at all. Yeah, I don't know. But... Um, we are done with that. Is there anything else you can think of about Infectia? Uh, not about Infectia. That's interesting, though, about all of the um, not being sensitive with Marvel. I didn't realize all of that. Yeah, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing you kind of have to deal with a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So what? Okay, so what do you have anything to plug? Like anything you wanna wanna promote or well, um <clears throat> well my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where me and my friend Fiona talks about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. If you want to support me, you can go to patreon.com slash flight, where you can throw me a <clears throat> little bit of money, um, if you want to. And if you haven't, if you uh, if you feel like looking at the people we're talking about, you can always go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.